okay, in the heat of summer when you're not supposed to be doing stuff like this, I totally trim back the hibiscus by my front door. And when I say totally trim back the hibiscus by my front door, just let me say this about that. My neighbors are not happy with me. They are not happy with me. Oh, what are you going to do? And welcome to this edition of Ask the Garden Geek. My name is Michael Kroos, and I'm going to talk about establishing a new lawn with grass plugs. Why? Well, because fall is almost here, man. It's August, and and next month is going to be September, and and that's fall. That's when school starts, except school starts early all the time. I, I, I don't understand. When I was a kid, you went to school the day after Labor Day. Wasn't that right? Wasn't that the first day of school? I don't know. I don't understand anything. I just, you know, kind of make it through the day. But I was asked about how to establish a lawn with grass plugs. Well, it depends on where you live, but not really. You know, what I'm going to tell you is going to work for, let's see, all the St. Augustine grass plugs. It's going to work for Bermuda grass plugs. It's going to work for Zoysia grass plugs. It's going to work for Centipede grass plugs, and it's even going to work for buffalo grass grass plugs. <sighs> That's a lot of plugs, man. So how do you start a new lawn? You know, and when is the best time? Well, in my humble opinion, and who am I? Oh, I am the garden geek. That's who I am. I should know this stuff. I've been doing this for a long time. But anyway, starting a new lawn is best done, in my humble opinion, on the fall. Did I say on the fall? It's in the fall. Okay, it is in the fall. Why, you say? Winter's right around the corner from there, and won't it all go dormant? Yes, it will, but if you follow my instructions exactly and specifically the way I tell you how to do it, man, it's going to be magical. It's, it's going to be absolutely magical because when spring comes, those grass plugs are going to magically come together a full eight times faster than if you plant them in the spring. And usually by June, you've got a thick, beautiful, luscious, healthy lawn. So listen now to what I say. First thing, what is a grass plug, you say? You say, Michael, what is a grass plug? A grass plug is something that is grown. It is grass that is grown specifically in trays to become grass plugs. They have grass up at the top, but they have fully developed roots on the bottom, which is very important. So when you stick that puppy in the soil, it's ready to go right away. So that is very, very good. Michael, how do I select the proper grass plug? No matter what type of grass we're talking about, this is how you select the proper grass plug except for zoysia. We'll get to zoysia in a minute. That, that one's different. Hang on. We'll be, we'll be right around to zoysia. But and everything else, it's this way. Grass plugs usually come in trays. Some of them have 12 plugs in them. Many of them have 18. Most of them have 18 plugs in them. And they're usually about two inches square, each plug. 
and it's in a tray, and you go and you buy it at the at the nursery or the sod place or wherever you buy your grass plugs, you buy them there. And But before you buy them, I want you to do this. I want you to go to the plugs because you don't want to buy plugs that they've had in stock for a long time because your job is going to be much, much harder. You want to buy fresh plugs that they've just had there for a short time. So what I want you to do is I want you to go and grab a plug on the outside, and I want you to pull it out of the tray. should come out real easy. If it doesn't come out real easy, we got a problem. Uh, on some of the creeping grasses in particular, if the grass has already started growing into the other plugs, you're going to have to pull these thing apart, and, and it causes stress, and it's just not good, and it takes a long time. Plucking your lawn should be a free and easy and just not stressful, wonderful event. By the way, you're saying, Michael, how do you know this? Because I personally, along with my older brother, have installed no less than a thousand lawns using nothing but grass plugs. We've gone in and established at least a thousand lawns using grass plugs. This was in the 80s. And we got so good at it. We made a lot of money doing it, but we got so good at it. It was just amazing. We had systems down. So I'm going to tell you our system as we go along, but let's getting back to buying the right grass plugs. The other thing you want to do is you want to look at the roots on the grass plug. You want those roots to be light colored. You don't want them to be brown and you don't want them wrapped around each other. In other words, when you pull it out, you don't want to pull this thing out and just see a bunch of brown roots. That's not good. That's that's not good. You want to see fresh, light colored roots that are right at the edge of the soil in that plug. That's what you want to see. Then you got good grass plugs. That's important. How many grass plugs do I need? Well, Here's the way I kind of look at it, depending upon the plug. For St. Augustine's, for centipedes, for buffalo grass, you want to put those plugs 18 to 20 inches apart. And you want to go straight lines and then checkerboard it. Go 20 inches the other way and make a little checkerboard is how you want to do that. You say, Michael, this sounds like a lot of work. It is, uh, but it's not. You know, the way we did it is we went out and we bought an auger to go on to our electric drill. I still got, well, we bought an auger, and then my brother, who is still in the Navy at the time, when we were doing this, he was still in the Navy. He created an auger. He, because he had a, worked in a shop. Uh, in a metal shop where they just did all kinds of, you know, formulations or, you know, all kinds of of just creating tools and stuff for the Navy. And he made me this really cool stainless steel auger that was the exact size, but, and I still have it, but we also had another one, just a regular grass auger that you could buy, and I think I bought it at Home Depot. We used both of them. Because there were times when, you know, we had two augers going at once and just going crazy. Both of them worked very well. So you have to have the auger to drill your holes. But again, we're getting ahead of each other or ahead of ourselves now. We need to slow down and go back to the steps of what we need to do. So you want to measure out the square footage of your lawn. And... An average tray of grass plugs, depending upon 
how far apart you put them, will actually do 20 to 30 square feet of grass. Okay, so that's, you know, that's what you want to kind of estimate as you measure out the square footage of the area. The next thing you want to do is, and oh boy, people are going to get mad at me, but, you know, get mad at me. It's, it's okay. You want to kill all the existing vegetation right through the roots, but you don't want to harm the soil. I would suggest using a herbicide with glyphosate. The one that everybody is like mad at me for saying is Roundup. That was the original. I never buy Roundup. I buy the generic versions of it because it's much, you know, it's much cheaper. So I buy that and you spray out the existing lawn and the weeds and all the garbage that's in there and you give it about seven days to die off. Now, the next thing you do after that is just let that go. Let that biodegrade into the soil. But a week after you spray the Roundup, you're ready to install the grass plugs. That's when you take your auger and you start drilling your holes. Now, you want to go, you know, you want to go at least 18 inches in from a sidewalk or a driveway. Because if you put a plug right next to a sidewalk, it's just, it's, it's a worthless plug because it's going to want to go over the sidewalk. You want to give it plenty of room to expand. Understand the buffalo grass are going to expand very quickly. The St. Augustines are going to expand very quickly. Uh, the zoysias are going to expand slowly. The Bermudas are going to expand reasonably quick. The centipedes reasonably quick. So, you know, just keep that in mind. But I want you to drill all the holes before you start installing that. So you go in and you drill your holes. Here's what I do, and I got to tell you, we have done so much experimenting on this that it, what, what I'm going to tell you to do makes all the sense in the world. I want you to get a one-gallon pump-up sprayer, fill it with water, and put one cap full of Super Thrive or any other type of root stimulator in there. I recommend the Super Thrive, but Ortho's got a root stimulator that works pretty well. And I want you to go and I want you to spray some of it in each one of the holes. That's what you do with that. Okay, you got that? Hang on, because I got a whole bunch more to tell you. And soon you're going to be so successful. Continuing now with our adventure in installing a new lawn from grass plugs. All right, we've talked about how to set the yard up, kill off the existing lawns, use an auger to drill holes, and the auger should be just a little tiny bit smaller than the grass plug itself because the auger is going to make a round hole and the grass plugs are square. I know, I know. Trust me, it works thousand lawns we put in. Over a thousand lawns. I put it. This works. Works real well. Spray the Super Thrive inside, okay? I don't want you to put any starter fertilizer inside the holes. Do not do that. We've tried it both ways. Trust me, we know what we're talking about. This really works. Okay. Next up, after that, is you grab your tray of plugs and you have your buddy uh, or family member grab a tray of plugs and they go to the opposite end and they start dropping those plugs in the holes. 
Now, you know, you're supposed to bend down and you put them in and you no, that's not the way you do it. It's going to take you all day if you do it that way. You stand up, you pull out a plug, and you get really good at this after a while, by the way. You get really, really, really good at this. You look at the hole and you drop it into the hole. Then what do you do with it? You stomp on it and squish it in there with your foot. Yeah, that's what you do. Boom, 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 boom. Now, you know how my brother and I used to do this? We put in a 11,000 square foot lawn doing this. First, I'd gone and killed it all off, and then we came, and he went out, and we had all the plugs in, the tr in this truck, right? All the plugs in the truck. And we had myself, and I had another guy helping us. My brothers started drilling the holes, and we let him get a little bit ahead, right? And then I would take a tray of plugs and start dropping them, and I had the other guy, who was a runner, bringing me new, you know, trays of plugs afterwards. And so I never stopped. My brother was going, boom, 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 drilling the holes. I'm behind him by about 30 feet, dropping the plugs, sticking them in there. Okay, understand when we started, drill the holes, did the Super Thrive. And by the way, we tried a lot of things with the Super Thrive. We tried uh, taking a, a five-gallon bucket with water and adding the Super Thrive to it and dropping the plugs in it. And we tried all this stuff. The best way to do it, spray the hole with Super Thrive and then just go to work. So we would do that and then, you know, spray the holes. As you know, my The other guy would spray the holes and I'm dropping, you know, I'm dropping plugs. He's grabbing more plugs for me to drop and boom, boom, boom. We could knock out a 10,000-square-foot yard drilling installing, you know, spraying the Super Thrive in the holes and installing the plugs, we could have it done in an hour. I mean, that's just how fast it went. And we weren't exhausted. Well, we were kind of exhausted, but we were young then. You know, we could do this sort of thing. But we just get through the whole thing, and then it's done. Now what do you do? You've installed the plugs, you you know, or you drill the holes. You put in the Super Thrive. You've installed the plugs. You've stomped on the plugs. Everything's done, right? No, not yet. Not yet. Then what do you do? Then I put a top dressing of fertilizer over the top of the whole thing. And what kind of fertilizer do you use? Anything you want. What we were using back then was 101010 uh, with minor elements is what we were using. And we were putting it down light. As a matter of fact, I put it down uh, not with a push spreader, but with a spreader. It was called a chest spreader. It was similar to the Scotch spreaders that you can buy, those little hand spreaders, but this was a little bit bigger, held more fertilizer, and it was called a chest spreader. And we would, you know, as soon as the lawn was installed, I would go over the top of it with the fertilizer, and then we do that. What do you do next, you say? Well, next is what's very important. You turn on this irrigation system and you water it really, really well. On that first watering, you want to put at least a half inch of water into that whole environment. You want that, you, you want the soil, you know, whatever's next to the plugs to just have water standing on top of it almost. But you want to water it very, very well. And then, and you see, we're doing this in the fall. You're going to want to water every day in the morning and in the afternoon for about five days. And the way you know you can just go back to normal watering is you walk out there five days later, just five days later, and you reach down and you grab a plug and you give it a little tug. And if it doesn't come out of the soil, in other words, if those roots have expanded out and have started connecting with the soil, then you have done everything that you have set out to do. 
okay? It is just marvelous. So you just go back to normal watering after that, you know, every other day or three times a week or twice a week even, depending upon the weather. But here is the next and most important thing to do. Let's say you're installing in September, okay? In October, I want you to put another round of fertilizer over the top, okay? Over the top, another round of fertilizer. Just do that, okay? Depending upon where you live, you might put another round of fertilizer over the top. And by the way, you're fertilizing very lightly. But depending upon where you live, you might want to put, in the month of November, another round of fertilizer over the top to get it going more. Now, the reason we used a 10-10-10 was because it was readily available, but the middle number of that 10-10-10, the middle number was for phosphorus, and phosphorus really helps with root development, and the potassium, which is that last number, really helped to build strength in the plant. And that first number, the first 10, really stimulates growth and gets it going. Now, after November, I don't want you to put any more fertilizer on it. And if you live up north, if, if um, everything has gone dormant in November, you don't want to put the fertilizer on it there at that time either, if everything has gone dormant. But if there's still growth, I want you to put that fertilizer down in November. Very important. Then what do you do? You just kind of put it to bed for the winter. You sit there and you look at it and you see all this. By the way, the other thing that's happening, the other thing that that fertilizer that you're putting on there does is, you know, all the dead grass that you spray it over in the weeds that have died and they're just there? I don't want you to remove those. I want you to leave those there. And that fertilizer helps to biodegrade that. It helps speed the, I don't want to be gross about that, but it helps speed the rotting of that grass up. And it starts biodegrading into the soil. And as I have preached many times, good soil is good for plants. And that dead material biodegrading into the soil is wonderful. The extra fertilizer that you have put on to establish the lawn is also very, 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 very good. Now, what happens in spring, you say? In spring, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go out and I want you to wait until you see the first amount of growth in that grass. You see that grass starting to grow? Then I want you to get the best lawn fertilizer you can get your hands on, and I want you to fertilize it. My choice is going to be like a 16.48 or something like that. You may also want to skip that and just go straight to milorganite. But I think for that first time, I'm not going to use the milorganite. I'm going to use a something that's got a faster punch with the nitrogen. And in no time at all, you'll have a beautiful, beautiful lawn. This is Ask the Garden Geek.